Welcome listeners, but take heed. We will say whatever we need to share our knowledge, thoughts, and joy, and even things that do annoy. So join us now, but be aware, we have a tendency to swear. We'll dial it back a little bit. But frankly, we don't give a shit. Welcome to Just Keep Rolling, a Harry Potter book movie compare and contrast podcast. I'm Ellen. I'm Katie. And let's just keep rolling. We're going to start off with our rolling rehash. If you are just now joining us, last week we compared Chapter 3 of The Sorcerer's Stone, The Letters from No One, with the corresponding film scenes. We watched Harry try to get his hands on his letter, and his uncle go crazy as more and more letters arrived. And aside from the movie treating this chapter as more of a montage scene, the basics of the story remain true to subject. We did make mention of Sassy Harry and discussed how the movie has a tendency to leave out some of J.K. Rowling's random bits of humor. And we also complained a bit about the deleted scenes not being included in the film. Yeah, that would have only taken another 30 seconds. I had know! They, had they just kept it... The egg thing was so great! I'm just saying! I, right? It's It was, like, the letters appearing as much as they did was definitely, like, somewhat magical. Mm-hmm. But having them the appear rims. in eggs yeah. was, a, like, that is 100% magic. And it's such a nice touch. Why not leave that in? Anyway, right. we're ranting again. Rambling. Rantling again. Rantling? <laughs> oh, I heard that. Rantling. Yeah, that happened. You know what? That's our new word. We're rantling. <laughs> rantling. It's when we rambling, rantily ramble. Okay. Well, I just said that. Rantling. rantling. There we go. <laughs> rantling. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so after our, uh, there's our summary of last yeah. week. We also posted... Potter Ponderings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we accident... Well, we... I accidentally posted episode three's Potter Ponderings during episode two's release because... Oops. It was midnight, man. It was midnight. We are growing pains this is <laughs> this is we're we're getting there we're gonna get this so organized and it's I'm gonna go learning, super smoothly but you know we really miss we really underestimated how easy podcasting was oh yeah before definitely. we started this and now we definitely have a new so i have a healthy respect for respect podcasters. yes yes a new respect for podcasters we love all of you out there I don't, if I've never heard you, I love you. I love you too. We love, we love all of you. Anyway, but anyway we rolling got, on. We got the correct ones posted now. <laughs> and um, we do want you to go back and check those out. Because um, one of those questions was, how did Harry turn out as normal as he did? Despite all of the trauma and abuse he suffered. Which was considerable. Yes. Considerable. Whether you're looking at the movies or the films, he was incredibly abused. And then we also keep touching base with our idea of um, who you would like to see cast as a specific character in this fantasy remake. Yeah, not that we want a remake to happen, necessarily. Yeah, we're not trying to say that this is something we're hoping is going to happen. It's more like Hollywood has been on this remake train lately, and we're just expecting it to happen, and I'm trying to prepare myself for it. Yeah. I'm willing to embrace it if it does. <laughs> well, also, too... You were a fan when the movies were coming out, like before they were already out. And you every, you know, every once in a while we get new casting information. Who did you think was going to be cast before that information came out? You know, who was, it's not even necessarily for our remake, but 
who would have been your ideal cast had you been in charge of the original casting? Right. And I do think that the majority, of, especially the adult actors that were cast, were phenomenal. But that doesn't mean that we didn't have different ideas for exactly. certain people. And you can share that stuff as well. Not just the potential future fantasy remake, but who would you have liked to see as who? Cough, you and McGregor is Lupin. Cough. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. said cough instead of actually coughed. (laughs) (laughs) You see what I did there? I'm glad you caught that. Um, Um, But for real, the Potter ponderings from episode three that... Uh, that we just posted. Posted a little late. Yeah. yeah. They actually, actually, technically, these got posted well, early. Well, posted early. Yeah, sorry. But we did, have, um, we did have a listener respond to them, and I thought it was terrific because the one of them was we were just asking how the letters ended up in the egg, which we were just like, it's like magic. And she thought that that was just Dumbledore being sassy, which yeah. the idea of Dumbledore being sassy is wonderful. Right. But my favorite response of hers was when we asked what could Harry have possibly thought was in the letters that made his uncle so upset? Um, Carly Ferguson said, I always thought he was thinking it was a lost family member trying to contact him. That's great. Yeah, I love that idea because at the end of chapter two, The Vanishing Glass, Harry was wishing that an unknown relation would come take him away. So Yeah, so it makes it follows that that's exactly probably what he was yeah, thinking. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And so thank you so much for sharing that with us, Carly. Yeah, and I'm a little embarrassed because she even says that she read the books when she was like, yeah. She six. she thought of that. It was through six, and we're like, we're, and we're just making sarcastic comments about yeah. Harry going, "Am I a wizard?" Nah. And we're twenty. You know, when we read the books, we were in our early twenties. Seventeen. Oh yeah, that makes it better than six. <laughs> and we're still sitting there going, "What could he have thought were in the letters?" We're just trying to be jerks, and then the six-year-old figures it out. Well done, Carly. Yes, thank you for sharing. Also, and our trivia question last week was, why wasn't Hagrid allowed to do magic? Strictly speaking. With the code word pink umbrella, which despite Ellen, is two words. <laughs> I totally typed it out as one word for yes, this. Yes, I know. I, I see that quite well. Pink umbrella is two words, y'all. Two words. Anyway, if you answered because he was expelled from Hogwarts, then you got it. Congratulations to Maggie Fisher for not only getting the correct answer, but also typing pink umbrella out as one word for me. You know, yuck it up, funny gal. Uh-huh, you think you're so I'm making clever. a Muppet face right now. You, you are a Muppet face. <laughs> Tell you what. Maggie, congrats on getting the right answer. You get ten points from me. However, I'm taking away five for the one-word pink umbrella thing. Just Hashtag saying. one word. <sighs> that was that was Dave Garza's comment underneath. Uh-huh. As, he thinks he's funny, too, oh, doesn't he? I thought he was hilarious. I'm sure you did. As, as he said, as I rightly said, code word. It, you know what? Code words. He then, he also criticized your art. Let's not get started there. My parcel tongue is fire. I don't know. Yours sounded an awful lot like Z's, not S's. You, you know what? Code words. I'm about, I'm about to kick your ass. As opposed to code words. <laughs> I'm about to kick your ass. She How's can, that for you? She can probably take me, guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move it along. Let's just keep rolling. <laughs> So yeah, Hagrid got expelled. Interestingly enough, this information is only shared in the book, not the film. We don't learn about Hagrid's expulsion until the second movie, and we will talk more about that later. Yeah, he says, I'm not allowed to do magic, but doesn't that's say it. why. Yep, in the mm-hmm. movie, that's all he says. Just leaves it as a mystery. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just keep rolling right into chapter four, The Keeper of the Keys and the corresponding film scenes. 
Chapter 4, The Keeper of the Keys The knock at the door continues, waking everyone else up. Vernon shows up with a rifle, revealing what was in the long, thin package, and yells at the door that he is armed. After a brief pause, the door is knocked completely off its hinges to the floor, and a giant of a man walks in. He puts the door back in the frame, asks for tea, and moves to the couch, telling Dudley to move. Dudley runs and hides behind his parents. The giant then sees Harry and immediately recognizes him, telling him he looks like his dad but has his mother's eyes. Vernon makes a funny rasping noise and demands that he leaves. The giant responds by taking the gun from Vernon, tying it in a knot, and tossing it aside before turning back to Harry and giving him a birthday cake. Harry intends to say thank you, but instead says, Who are you? And the giant introduces himself as Rubius Hagrid, keeper of keys and grounds at Hogwarts. He bends over the fireplace and within seconds has a roaring fire going, where he starts making tea and sausages that he shares with Harry, who eats it, but also expresses that he still has no idea who Hagrid is. Hagrid reiterates his name and job title and assumes that Harry knows all about Hogwarts, only to find out that Harry has no idea what he is talking about. At this point, Hagrid is starting to get upset, but is still assuming that Harry knows something about what is going on. As he realizes that Harry knows nothing about anything, he becomes more and more angry at the Dursleys. Vernon is in the background making funny noises out of fear, but manages to find his voice in one last effort to stop Hagrid from telling Harry the secret they kept from him all these years. Not even caring a little bit about Vernon's demands, Hagrid tells Harry that he is a wizard and gives Harry his letter. The letter tells him that he's been accepted at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, and enclosed is all of his necessary books and equipment. The term begins on September 1st, and they await his owl by no later than July 31st. It's signed Minerva McGonagall, the deputy headmistress. A confused Harry has so many questions he doesn't know where to start and finally manages to ask, what does it mean they await my owl? Hagrid is reminded to write Dumbledore a letter about finally getting the letter to Harry and taking him to buy his things the next day. He rolls it up and gives it to an owl he pulls out of his coat pocket and tosses into the storm. He then tries to resume his explanation to Harry, but was again interrupted by Vernon, who declares that Harry will not be going and that they swore they would put a stop to that rubbish. Harry is shocked and angry to realize that his aunt and uncle knew he was a wizard, and Petunia began to rant that of course they knew, and went on about his freak mother and father and how they got blown up and they got stuck with him. Harry calls them out on telling him that his parents had died in a car crash and Hagrid is outraged. Harry realizes that Hagrid knows what really happened and begs him to tell him. Hagrid explains that there was a very bad wizard. He initially didn't even want to say the wizard's name but eventually said he was named Voldemort and asked him not to make him say it again. Hagrid explains that you-know-who was gathering power and followers and for some reason went after Harry's parents when Harry was only a baby. You-know-who killed them and tried to kill Harry too, but for some reason couldn't. That is how he ended up with the lightning bolt scar on his head and why he is famous. No one ever lived when you-know-who showed up to kill them, except for Harry. For some reason, failing to kill Harry seemed to finish you-know-who off, and after that night, he vanished. Harry is overwhelmed with all this information and says that he thinks Hagrid made a mistake. He doesn't believe he could be a wizard. Hagrid asks him if he made anything happen when he was scared or angry. Harry flashes back to all the odd things he'd gotten in trouble for over the years. Hagrid smiles and tells him, See? Harry Potter, not a wizard. You wait, you'll be right famous at Hogwarts. Again, Vernon tries to take over the situation and insist he won't be going. But this time he finally goes too far and insults Albus Dumbledore. 
Hagrid pulls out his pink umbrella again and points it at Dudley. With a flash of violet light, Dudley grows a pig's tail. The Dursleys freak out and run to the other room. Hagrid tells Harry he shouldn't have done that and asks him not to mention it to anyone because he was expelled from Hogwarts in his third year and isn't actually allowed to do magic. Harry wanted to know why he was expelled, but Hagrid changes the subject saying it's getting late and they have to go get Harry's books and school things in the morning. He gives Harry his coat to sleep under. As a reminder, we just heard bang, bang, bang on the door in the movie. Harry hides behind the chimney, Dudley wakes up in panic, and Petunia and Vernon come down the stairs with a shotgun. The banging continues until the door falls forward and Hagrid steps in. He immediately apologizes and puts the door back in place. Uncle Vernon points his shotgun at him and demands he leaves at once. Hagrid walks over to him and bends the barrels upward with one hand and Vernon fires at the ceiling. Turning around, Hagrid spots Dudley and mistakes him for Harry, and basically calls him fat. Dudley stutters that he isn't Harry, prompting Harry to step forward. Hagrid immediately recognizes him and tells him he has something for him. He pulls out a homemade cake that may have been sat on at some point, saying, Happy birthday, Harry. Harry says thank you, and Hagrid comments on him turning 11. He then sits on the couch, pulls out a pink umbrella, and points it at the fireplace. Sparks fly out of it, and a fire starts. Harry politely asks him who he is and learns that he is Rubius Hagrid, Keeper of Keys and Grounds at Hogwarts. He assumes that Harry will know what Hogwarts is, but learns that he doesn't. Hagrid is surprised, and he asks if he ever wondered where his mom and dad learned it all. Harry has no idea what he was talking about, and Hagrid reveals that Harry is a wizard. <gasps> dun dun dun! Harry is confused and in, and in denial. The Dursleys are upset that he has been told, and Dudley is scared. Hagrid, and ask, <laughs> Hagrid asks Harry if he has ever made anything he couldn't explain happen, and then gives him his letter. We learn that Harry has been accepted to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Vernon says he will not be going, and he swore they were going to put a stop to it. Harry is upset that they knew and didn't tell him. Petunia speaks up that of course they knew, because her witch sister was a freak and then met that Potter and had Harry and then got blown up, leaving him with them. Harry is mad that he was lied to. Hagrid is upset that the Dursleys said the Potters died in a car crash, and Dudley starts eating Harry's cake, causing Hagrid to retaliate by cursing Dudley with a pig's tail. The Dursleys freak out, and Hagrid asks Harry not to tell anyone because he is not allowed to do magic, strictly speaking. Strictly speaking. I just like that, strictly speaking. Right. It's probably my favorite line. I don't know why. So, in both the book and the movie, we got Hagrid knocking down the door. Yeah. Which is only fitting because it's Hagrid. And I love, like, the contrast of this giant, like, wild-looking man knocking mm -hmm. down the door. Like, that's horrifying. And then he's just like, sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah, right? He turns out to be, like, this big old bunny rabbit. Right. <laughs> so, in the movie, they had this whole, and I think it was just supposed to be funny. Hagrid mistook Dudley for Harry. Yeah. And then, like, oh, like, basically calls him fat. Like, that's rude. Right? You're no, you're no... Hagrid's not exactly a pixie, model. so... I'm just saying. Thank you, pixie. I couldn't do the right word. <laughs> um, but in the book, there would never... Ha like, that would have never, ever happened. Harry was hiding. So, really, the only 11-year-old that was in the room that Hagrid saw was Dudley in the right, movie. Right, but in the Cause Hagrid, book, Because Harry was hiding. Hide. Huh? In the book, he didn't hide. I know, but... In the book, he also, Hagrid also didn't mistake Harry for right. things. I, I guess I'm either. really just more annoyed that Harry hid. Okay. I don't think, okay Harry's a Gryffindor. He's not going to hide. Yeah. That's BS. Yeah, but a 
Dude, the size of the door just knocked the door down. My ass is hiding. apologized. Yeah, but he didn't know. Like, are you literally telling me if somebody walked in this room right now, knocked down the door, your ass isn't hiding? I mean, I am a Gryffindor. And a liar. But it... You're hiding. Whatever. Not behind a chimney. That didn't do any good. Maybe go It obviously did good because he didn't... Hagrid didn't see him right away. Well, no, that's totally like... You don't have to be faster than the bear. You just have to be faster than Dudley. <laughs> <laughs> this in the book. This was the first moment that Harry was told that he looked like his father with his motherless eyes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the joke Not about the last confusing time. him for Dudley kind of took away from the emotion of that. Yeah. So I just I didn't like that. Well, I just I mean I feel like that was made up for when. Harry steps out, and he's like, I'm Harry, and he's like, oh, of course of you course are. Of course But it's still, like, there's enough funny things that happen in the books. They have to make other things up in the movie. Well, I don't know. I have to say, it's kind of a thing in, in especially in, in Hollywood, is, is you make fun of the fat person. It's Maybe. Ki- it's kind of, it's it's what you do. Yeah, I just think that's... If you have the opportunity to make a fat joke, you do. I'm not saying it's right. Shitty. I I am agreeing that it's very shitty. And I think that, I think that's what takes away from, like, this is the moment that he's finally about to be saved from the Dursleys. Yeah, and I, I, believe, and they, I totally agree with you. they started off by making a fat joke. That's, that's I don't like it. I don't like it. it. Again, I don't like it either. As a fat person, like I, I am the first person to notice. Like, oh yeah, there's another fat joke. Of course, couldn't think of something else to write in the script, so you throw in a fat joke, don't you? Yeah. And that's I notice that a lot. I notice it more than most people would because it's it affects me and so i totally agree with you i i never really like especially calling an 11 year old fat right like that shouldn't be done ever and let's also focus on the fact that he really wasn't that big no he, he like really wasn't in the sense he was bigger than harry I'm sure but, but he harry wasn't... was also described as super scrawny so. yeah anyway any rolling on. on rolling on rolling sorry. on just keep rolling um that's my rant about yeah, phobia in Hollywood. I started it, so. <laughs> um, so it bothered me that Hagrid, like, because it was in the book that Hagrid just, like, might have sat on the cake at some point, but it'll taste mm-hmm. all right just the same. And that cake box in the movie did not look sad on. It didn't. I'm, I'm just like, come on, give it a little squish. Like, Especially not by Hagrid. No, if yeah. Hagrid actually sat on that thing, he... you'd be scraping the cake off the lid. He's a giant. Yeah, exactly. But he... That, and that, that cake looks just fine. It, it looks, looks cracked, fine. but... It looks just fine. Except for the fact that Hagrid can't spell happy birthday, and I'm sorry, Which, what? That's ridiculous. He could spell happy birthday in the book. Hagrid's yeah. not dumb. No. He's like, not. He's not dumb. He's not at all. He, he was 13 years old when he was expelled from Hogwarts. Like, a 13-year-old knows how to spell yeah. happy birthday. Yeah. And they're not going to be... But they're making him seem like the Boo Radley in the woods right. that doesn't know anything right. that, you know... No, and that's that's the kind of, like, horrible jokes that, we'll talk about this more later, but that, like, Malfoy makes about him. Not, yeah. Like, we don't need the book. We don't need the narrator. We don't mm-hmm. need that stuff happening. Hagrid is not dumb. Yeah. He can spell happy birthday. And then also, in the book, um, Hagrid is described as as... as essentially tying Vernon's gun into a into a bow or into a it knot. It's like a pretzel gun. Right, yeah, a little pretzel gun. Um, and in the movie, he just bends the barrel upwards. And then, the, and then the gun goes off, which, that's not right. Like, that wouldn't happen. If you, if you, if you bend the barrel of a gun, that doesn't mean that automatically it's gonna shoot up. 
No. No, That's that would kinda... actually cause quite a debacle for Bernie. Right? I feel like that would cause quite the backfire. I liked I like the idea. I like the visual better of Hagrid just taking it and tying now, it into Now, how a bomb, they would have done that in a movie, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, but you know. I just feel like there's so many things that I don't feel like it they could have made the gun out of a balloon animal and made it. <laughs> oh, that would have looked really convincing, yes. You Very. know, and then CGI'd it to make it look real. I don't know. Katie I'm has not... a lot of experience filmmaking. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I went to high school in 2001, okay? I took radio and TV, and we edited on VHS tapes. Don't judge me. <laughs> I wasn't. I went to school the same time you did, so... Yeah. But um, did you ever notice how movie Harry is, like, way more polite than book Harry? Oh, yeah, he's super... Because, like, immediately Hagrid's just like, here's this cake for you. And he's like, thank you. And in the yeah. book, he wants to say thank you, but instead goes, who are you? Yeah. Which I have to... That would be my reaction. Right. Like, like you... How do you know my birthday? You made me a cake? What is going yeah. on here? Like, that... Pardon me, be like, thanks for the cake, but... Who are you? Who no, the hell he... are you? And um, And I think, like, kind of understand why they made harry more polite but at the same time i just thought that was a nice little touch that he wanted to say thank you yeah but who are you and but how do you show you can't really show harry's inner monologue yeah. so well so exactly and it's you know and otherwise he probably would have just come off as as rude not even trying to be polite had right he just responded right who are you and he um this scene itself in the movie i felt like it got condensed weirdly Mm-hmm. Like, they, they touched base with the the bulk of the things that we needed to know to continue the story on, but they left out huge chunks of information that they do eventually give us later. Yeah. Um, but, like, in the, in the book, Hagrid makes Harry sausages, he tells him what happened to his parents, and they even spend the night in the hut. Yeah. And uh, none of that happens in the movie. They Hagrid only gives Harry the basic information. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, we gotta get going. And we gotta get going. We're gonna leave the hut at midnight. Oh, big gulps, huh? See you later. I feel like it was kind of an awkward segue, though, because, like, because also in the movie, Harry does politely ask Hagrid. He's like, I'm sorry, who are you? Yeah, and that's where Hagrid's like, Ruby is Hagrid, keeper of keys and grounds at Hogwarts. And that's the first time we hear... Hogwarts. It is in the movie. And and but then he's also assuming that Harry's gonna know all about Hogwarts. Yeah. Which does happen in the book as well. Yeah. He just assumes. Um, but then when Harry's just like, sorry, what's Hogwarts? Yeah. Uh, like, and he's like, Didn't you wonder where your parents learned it all? And then yeah, and he's like, Learned what? And then he jumps Hagrid jumps straight from Harry going, Learned what? to you're a wizard, Harry. Yeah. And I'm like, in the book, he gets mad at the Dursleys because it's really obvious to him that the Dursleys have been keeping all this stuff from him. And he's like, what do you mean he doesn't know nothing about anything? And yeah. And Harry's in the background of the book just like, well, yeah, like that's not fair. I know maths. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and, and like they left this part out and like they, you don't really get the big part of like Vernon interrupting and trying to – he gets his one like – I um. He gets his one real moment where he's just like, I forbid him from going or something like mm-hmm. that. He will not be going. Yeah. But in, like, there's more of a back and forth in the book. And Hagrid has this full buildup of anger. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's... And then, and then, yeah. Like, how does he segue from realizing that Harry has no idea what he's talking about to jumping straight into, you're a wizard? Yeah. 
Like just and plus, like it, I feel like it would have been a better it would have been a better segue even for Harry to say learned what and for Hagrid to actually answer that question. Right. You know the magic that they could do magic. or yeah. The fact that your parents were wizard, were wizard and a witch. Or even or... if he doesn't answer that question, if he reacted to the fact, like if he turned to the Dursleys and did what he did in the book and was just yeah. like, like why gonna... doesn't he know this? Yeah. Like how, there was a letter, you guys know all of this, why doesn't he? And mm-hmm. then, you know, Vernon being like, I forbid you to tell him anything. And Harry being like, tell me what? And then Hagrid can be like, you're a wizard. Yeah. And it's not such a weird jump from... Because, God damn, that boy's got to be so confused right now. <laughs> right? Like, like, I almost like the idea that in the book, it seemed it seemed like Hagrid almost, almost told Harry. Like, obviously, he was going to tell Harry no matter what. But he almost told them, like, defiantly. You know, because Vernon's like, you're not telling him anything. You're not, And finally, he's like, you're a wizard, Harry. Boom. I just told him. Like, what get, are you going to do, bitch? Get bent, Dursley. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, screw you guys. I'm going to tell him whatever the hell I want. And I'm going to tell him the truth, and I'm going to tell him right the hell now. And there's nothing you can do yeah. about it. You can't stop Isn't me. Isn't that also, like, this is the part where he learns the word muggle, too, in in the movie, right? Yeah. Oh, I suppose a great muggle like you is going to stop me. Yeah, like, yeah, because he's like, he will and not Harry's be like, going. Harry's like, muggle. Like, mm-hmm. but really, that's the question he asks in all of this? Yeah. I mean. That's what, that's what comes like, up. That's, Harry is, like. You're focusing just, on the wrong things, He's literally buddy. just been told. That he's a wizard, mm-hmm. that his parents didn't die in a car crash, mm-hmm. and he's expected to just swallow that. And the one thing he asks is, "What's a muggle?" Yeah, like which I, I mean, I might. It would have been one of the questions. Although that in jumped the book, out. when he read his letter, which by the way continues on with the fun addressing, where it's like. Mr. H. Potter, the floor, hut on the rock, the sea. Right. Well, just in case there's another H. Potter. Right. You gotta watch out for that. See how that would get confusing. Mm -hmm. He may have been on the couch. You never know. But anyway, it was just so much information to take in that all he could bring himself to ask was, what does it mean they await my owl? So maybe that was just the easiest thing for him to process at that time. This kind of goes back with all of the talk about his trauma. Mm-hmm. And how he became so normal. So maybe this is just how he's processing. Well, and that, and you know, I mean, the Dursleys. He probably asked more than once what happened to his parents, and the Dursleys finally were like, you know what? No more asking about your parents. Right. They died in a car crash. That's, That's it. it. You're done. We don't talk about that anymore. And Hagrid did at least get mad mm-hmm. when he realized that Harry was told his parents died in a car crash. You're like, That's yeah. an outrage. Well, because it's such a mundane way to... It's such a muggle right. way to die. But why? Like, just... What I want to know is when Petunia says they got them... They, then they got themselves blown up. Yeah. There was like a pause. And then Harry was just like, <laughs> blown up. I'm like, how do you not immediately stomp on that line? Like, yeah. And then they went, if you please, got themselves blown up. Blown up? Yeah. What the fuck you talking about, yeah. Aunt Petunia? Why on earth was she allowed to finish that sentence? Right. I, you know? Yeah. That, and then she got herself blown up. Like, and we was, got stuck with you. And there was, that's where you stop her? No. There was a lot of emotion missing from this scene, mm-hmm. I felt like. And I think it still told the story. Yeah. But I, like, I was really missing... Hagrid's anger and Harry's anger. Yeah. And confusion. Like I got the confusion. He, there was definitely but I confusion. Didn't, I feel like there there could have been could definitely have been more, more anger. There could have been more. Because I 
Yeah, and I don't know if maybe it was just a conditioned almost fear of the Dursleys where he doesn't doesn't want to yell at them too much because like yeah there's this guy saying he's gonna take him away essentially and and take him well to he a, hasn't well not take him away but there's this guy telling him that he's that he gets to go to a different school and there's you know yeah he sees like a light at the end of the tunnel but he Maybe, doesn't want to but does he at this point well like, like might. i'm saying there's this has got to be an overwhelming true. moment that is true he's, he there's there's no way he's processed any of this yeah in in that time but like the thing is that's all movie harry gets to hear Mm-hmm. All he knows is those things. Um, he's a wizard. Parents that weren't weren't in a car crash, and Dumbledore's awesome. Like that's really <laughs> that's that's it. That's it. And um, he isn't told what really happened to his parents. No, he just learns not it's point, not a no. car crash. Nobody bothers to say like how is he not like what actually happened. He probably didn't ask that because they weren't going to tell you in this scene. Yeah, they will tell him later. And I get like it. I get that it builds the suspense for the audience. Well, it's, well, it's not even just that. It's it's. I mean, the only thing that Petunia says is that they got blown up. How does one get blown up? Right. And that's what not has even, to be going through his head right? in and the movie. And that's not even the correct term. Yeah. Like they were not blown up. But, but for but for Petunia, that's probably what she understood it to be. Right. You know. Right. I mean, that's probably or that's probably just what goes through her head when yeah. she hears that she was that her sister was hit with a murder curse. by a wizard yeah murder by a yeah. wizard she's probably gonna assume and then the house was like destroyed and stuff mm-hmm. too so they she probably assumed that it was pretty but even saying blown up like harry could have been like you said they died in a car crash they could have been like yeah the car exploded like i mean right? like it's not he he wasn't really told anything no that would have answered anything for him like this would have just launched a million more questions mm-hmm. and all we really see him ask is muggle like yeah <laughs> and i i like that bugged me but again this is just me ranting rantling 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 um so something else that happened in both was hagrid giving dudley the pig's tail yeah and it totally because vernon insulted dumbledore mm mm-hmm. mhm uh, in the movie, it is happening while Dudley is greedily shoving Harry's cake into his mouth. Yeah, which at first you kind of think that, you almost think that Hagrid does it because he sees Dudley eating, eating the, the cake. cake. But you know that it's more because... It still happens right after he calls Dumbledore a crackpot Well, exactly. Well, yeah, because because Hagrid is arguing with, with Vernon. Vernon calls him a, a crackpot and... Never insult Albus Dumbledore. In front of me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Hagrid, and then like Hagrid, kind of looks around like for something to do, to some like some way to to really get Which, him, I, and sees Dudley's right. ass. And it's funny, but it's still like I don't think Hagrid ever got angry enough. Yeah, like he was caps lock Hagrid. True. <laughs> caps lock. Caps lock Hagrid. He was caps lock Hagrid in the book, and I don't. There was, like, maybe one moment where he was kind of at that level. But I don't even feel like he was at that level when he cursed Dudley. Yeah. And, like, I know we're going to cut this out, but if he would have... If he would have had the same level of anger that movie Dumbledore had when Harry Potter's name came out of the Goblet of Fire, (laughs) that would have been acceptable. He said calmly. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I said movie Dumbledore. Right. Anyway, rolling on. And, um, For a different episode. Yup. But after, in both, after he curses Dudley with the pig's tail, he does ask Harry not to mention anything. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but in the book we specifically find out that he was expelled he was expelled which yeah. hey there's our trivia question boom so uh and in the movie that was just it yeah not supposed to do magic yep no reason why we no don't find out until we don't find out for the whole movie but again i mean that was i feel like that was okay to cut out at that point we didn't really need to find that out about hagrid until no, no that was just another instance of J.K. Rowling plugging in little bits of information that don't seem significant until you find out later that it really is. Right, exactly. And that's... And we can definitely talk more about that later when it really is. Right. Later. Later. (laughs) So this week for our Potter Pondering, um, we were talking more about how Harry reacted and how he processed being told he was a wizard. And we're wondering what... How would you react to being told you're a wizard? Or a witch. Or a witch. Of course, or a witch. Um, so, yeah, let us know on Facebook. Um, yeah, we'll post it up there. Just find the post, comment underneath it. Let us know. Yeah. What would be the first thing that goes through your mind if you were told you were a wizard or a witch? Or a witch. <laughs> For sure. So that brings us to this week's Sorting Hat story from Jennifer Liggett. She is a Ravenclaw with a redwood wand that has a unicorn hair core, and her Patronus is a cat. Meow. Meow. <laughs> no, if you know Jennifer, a cat Patronus makes a lot of sense. She says, I didn't initially have an interest in reading the Harry Potter books as I was in high school when the first book was released. At that time, I was far too busy creating overexposed pictures of myself for MySpace and wallowing in teenaged angst, which unfortunately carried over to my college. Punk never dies. At any rate, my mom and sister read the books first and told me they both enjoyed them, so around my senior year of high school and freshman year of college, I dove in and was swept away. I distinctly remember having a bootlegged copy of The Deathly Hallows because I was unable to get a copy when it was released and couldn't wait to read it. Sorry, JK. Please understand, I was a poor college student doing what I had to do to get by. I think we've all been there. Yeah. As a scientist, it should come as no surprise that I was sorted into Ravenclaw. It's appropriate, me and Luna being wise and weird. Well, that's all I got. Oh, aside from the fact that my sister and I celebrated her 30th birthday by visiting the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in Florida. She also kicked me so hard on that trip I fell over in a hallway. Aren't siblings the best? They really are. Oh, yes. So much so. (laughs) I think we both have some stories there. Uh Uh-huh. If you would like your Sorting Hat story shared in a future episode, don't forget to email us at justkeeprolling at gmail.com. Let us know your house, your wand, the wood, core, and length, your Patronus, and how you got into Harry Potter and anything else you might want to share. And this week's trivia question is, how much did Harry pay for his wand? If you know the answer, head to our Facebook page at JKR Podcast and find the post. We pinned it to the top of our page, so you should be able to find it pretty easily. Comment under the post with the answer and the code word Ollivanders. I'm finally letting go of surprise prize. Uh, (laughs) I know you're very sad about this. Well, uh, the prize for this, for the first one who responds with the correct answer, is going to get... A bitch is a witch, motherfucker's a wizard, or a just keep rolling sticker. Those are all good options. Yes, I have to but say. But you do, you do get to pick if you don't want to carry around a naughty sticker. You can have yes. just a regular logo one. But um, we'll contact you if you have the right answer and just figure out which one you want and where to send it. 
Yeah, and another way to get a sticker is to rate and review us. Take a screenshot and email it to justkeeprolling at gmail.com, and we will get back to you to figure out which sticker you want and where to send it then as well. So join us next week when we talk about Chapter 5, Diagon Alley, and the corresponding movie scenes. Thanks for listening. We hope you hear us again. I'm Katie. I'm Ellen. Until the next time, just keep rolling. Thank you.